it's going to be very pervasive really quickly, but the faster you can get in front of it, the better it's going to turn out for you and your business. So like, how can you lead the way in your industry with AI? It's going to be something important to think about. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen. Welcome to this episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. And on this week's episode, we get to speak with Chelsea Roney, and she brings her business building and strategy experience to Proxy, where she serves as COO and leads a team of five growing the business through sales and marketing. And after graduating from Texas A&M, Chelsea joined Boeing, where she worked in financial planning and analysis, and Microsoft, where she worked in a demand center that focused on B2B omnichannel marketing. She grew and sold two businesses, a SaaS business in the university space and a local services business. Chelsea is also an active member of her community, a dedicated parent, and a passionate supporter of women and business. And we had Chelsea come back and give us some updates of all the fun, wonderful, fun things that Proxy is doing, and uh, you'll get to hear a lot about that. But first, it's time for our marketing essentials moment, the basics that you need to continue to help you build your brand and your bottom line. In today's topic, we want to go over some of the things that have been going on recently in the marketing space that if you do not know about yet, you really need to pay attention to the new trends, the new things that are happening. And of course, there's new social media things that are going on, the new technologies, the new chat GPT, and or now it's about to come out um, to some of us it has, but BARD, which is Google's uh, answer to the chat uh, GPT tools that you can use and have artificial intelligence help you generate content that you can write or have it write for you or give it prompts for you. And the more we use it, the better prompts we give it, the more concise and specific information it will spew out to us that we can copy and paste and use as our own, or at least modify. I haven't quite been able to 100% copy and paste what it gives us yet, but you can use it in its least ways to give you uh, some inspiration or some ideas or maybe some taglines that you that'll spit out for you that you can then make and, and take and, and modify to make your own. So if you are, have not yet delved into the open uh, AI platforms yet, chat GPT is out there. I know that they're going to start charging for it, um, if not already. Some of us got to be beta users just to test it out and see how it was working. Of course, uh, lots of people tried to get on it all at once and it crashed the system, but now it's seemingly back up and running. But it'll give you some really interesting uh, answers if it is not working. <laughs> I'll say, you know, you can give it prompts and it'll, it'll have some fun with you. But see how you can use it. See what you can do. See how you can put it into motion within your industry or with your marketing tactics that you're taking. So yeah, chat uh, GPT and uh, you can download it. 
it's an app or you can use it on the desktop as well. But lots of fun things that you can with it. Other, other tools that are out there like Jasper, which is another paid tool that can help you with writing and doing you know, different AI uh, types of you know, marketing copy or you know, if you need to write a press release, for example, you can you know, ask it to write a press release if you give it some, some guidance and some ways to fill in some template-y kind of things that you wanna answer, right? All kinds of other, there's uh, creator.ai, all kinds of fun things. Grammarly is another way to enhance your writing with AI. It corrects your English when you do something wrong. It's gone beyond the squiggly under the, the misspelling, right? It can give you new tips and new ways to structure your writing and making, you know, grammar a, a really good way to be able to make sure that you're speaking in English that people can understand. <laughs> Although you do have to at least review what it tries to suggest because sometimes it doesn't always suggest the right thing. And by the way, Jasper was originally named Jarvis. Jarvis, of course, was originally the tool that was used in the Marvel Iron Man. And so I'm pretty sure that they had some things that they had to redo because Jarvis was maybe a copyright issue. So there's just all kinds of AI tools out there that now are available to us to contemplate on using and how you can use them to help you with your copywriting or, or get more inspiration or whatever the case might be. Now, if you are in education, you know, in, in academic world, <laughs> using AI to write your essay may not necessarily be the best or most ethical thing to do. You can at least uh, see what kinds of information it'll spit up for you. But as a professor myself, as an adjunct professor, I want to always preface with, yes, we will get to use these tools in real world, but in academic settings, do your work. Just do your work, right? And sometimes it's not always going to spit out the information that you want. So keep that in mind. It's not going to tell you how you feel. It's not going to tell you how you feel for you, right? There's lots of things that you can use it for, but just be, you know, aware and have some ethical things about you. So Bing and Bard and uh, Chat GPT and all the, the Jaspers and so many different content creating tools that you can use are there. And if you haven't used them yet, go check it out. See what it is that you can do to make your writing better or make your content better, right? And there's also tools that we talked about in, in this podcast interview that's coming up that are also where you can do AI generated images, right? And it's going to create images that maybe never existed before, combinations of images that's going to sample things and put things together. Uh, again, though, giving credit where credit is due, if there are artists who have contributed, you know, stock imagery or anything like that, that it's sampling, of course, we want to do the right thing and give royalties where royalties are due. And of course, if it is royalty free, then, you know, it's open for all to use. It has an open license to be able to use, but be careful of what you are doing and what kinds of tools you're using. And just make sure that the content that you're pulling from or the images that you're using through artificial intelligence 
always just do their best to make sure that you give credit where credit is due when you can. All right, so anyway, those are some new tools, new technologies, new ways of doing things. Uh, of course, automating things and using these tools to your advantage, mixing them with other tools like scheduling and creating social media posts and being able to make these things available and happen on a regular ongoing basis but just making sure that you have your own branding and your own spin on them just as much, right? I think that's going to be ever important uh, so that you're not just having it spit up something and, and throwing it out there without reviewing it, without making it your own, your own voice, your own look and feel, your own tonality, the colors, the images, all the things that are important to your brand. So use it with some, some caution, use it with some limited use of what you, you want to do with it but make your own, make it out of, and make it into your own. That's what I can tell you. All right, with that said though, let's get into our interview with Chelsea. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Pepper Shock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition community. And today's guest we have back with us, Chelsea Roney. Welcome back to the show, Chelsea. Hi, Ray, thanks for having me back. Absolutely. And let's just give a brief uh, summary of what it is that you do, and so that way if people didn't get to hear your episode before, they can you know, at least understand who you are and what you do and what Proxy is all about and kind of the, the things you're working on, and we'll, we'll dive into the future of what's going on. But uh, give us a brief uh, overview, Chelsea. Okay. For those of you playing catch up, I uh, I serve as COO and co-founder of a company called Proxy, P-R-O-X-I. It's a play on the word proximity. Our technology allows any individual or business to create customizable, brandable maps that they can embed and share with their audiences. And then they get analytics back on that map as well. And they can publish these maps to our website if they so choose for our audience to see too. Um, and in the future, we'll be moving toward a consumer app that revolutionizes the way that you navigate your world. So I could talk more about that, but that's more or less what we're up to. We just launched a new product called Maps GPT. And I've been thinking a lot about that and how to get it out to our audience and how to understand what parts about the new product that people like and what they don't like. And it's been a busy couple of months since we last chatted. That's right. That's right. Well, it's timely though. I mean, GPT, chat GPT, everything's out there, <laughs> GPT and acronyms, of course. And now there's other artificial intelligent yeah. chat bots and things that are happening. But uh, let's, let's, why don't we dig into that though? What exactly is Maps GPT? What does it do? How can it help people? Yeah. Um, you know, just give me kind of a overview of if I were to use Maps GPT, what would I be doing? Yeah. So if you had, so if you hit the landing page, what happens is that you're prompted with a Mad Lib style prompt. <laughs> it asks you what you're trying to find and where you're trying to find it. It asks for for your email address. That's just how our system mm -hmm. works. Every map has to have an email address, mm -hmm. and you click submit. And then what happens on the back end is that we query the OpenAI database or mm -hmm. tool, mm -hmm. and then 
we geocache those locations that are returned to us and we put them on proxy maps. People can choose to take that map as it is or they can use proxy to edit that map into a, you know, a more usable state or something that they might want to publish. Really right now, Maps GPT is our first like toe in the water, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. to speak, with AI and mapping. And this is going, you know, you just said mm -hmm. it, AI is going to change every industry in mm -hmm. every way. But as a leader in consumer mapping, uh, in map creation right now, and hopefully consumer navigation in the future, we need to understand are consumers interested in sourcing places from AI, using AI? Mm -hmm. And it turns out that they are. Um, they are definitely interested. It has been met with <laughs> a lot of success. And, you know, we, we were going to launch AI features later in our product roadmap, but this is really telling us that this is the way the world is going and it's the way the world is going quickly. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, are the results that come back, the map points that are returned on these AI generated maps are all, um, they're only as good as the data of open AI. Now, that's the interesting part about this product for us is that we don't promise accuracy, if you will, mm -hmm. of the data. Um, and so that's something we'll move toward moving forward, using this data set, supplementing it with external data sets to verify and trust the information right. that's put on these maps and make it a little bit more useful. Um, but this is just an exciting time to experiment, and it's our version of experimentation with AI and maps. But if you think about personal navigation and AI moving forward, um, it's really going to revolutionize the way that things are done. You will have an app and it will know a lot about you and it will know a lot about what you're doing, where you're going, what you need to get done. And it will help you do that through predictive recommendations, through smart suggestions, through booking features. It will help you navigate your world in a seamless way. And that's not something, you know, when you search on the internet for places today, you're returned with a bunch of lists of different places or articles with different places in them. And instead, you should receive a visualization of those places and the information within that visualized um, artifact. And so that's what we're working on. We feel like it's a big charge, but we're just so excited about it. Well, I just, I love how it, you've got it described on, I just, you know, Googled, I put maps GPT in there and it's just looking for the best yeah. flea markets, date nights, sexiest bridges in North America or spots, the perfect <laughs> parks for walking your cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause that it's happens, right? <laughs> the funnier the input, the funnier the output mm -hmm. we've asked OpenAI to write the map point descriptions to be hilarious. That's so fun. it should well, be like a good time for anyone. Anyway, right? People are used to having Mad Libs as a funny sort of thing to do. So, you know, like you said, it's find me and then blank these places. Um, and you could you have some examples like kid-friendly activities or cocktail bars or first date ideas. Ooh, I'm gonna put that in, even though I'm I'm happily married, but I, this is gonna be fun. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna test it out. First date ideas near and I'm gonna put near Boise, Idaho, because that's where I'm at. 
And of course, yep. I'll put in my email. Um, what a great way to capture emails, by the way. <laughs> and it says, we'll send you yes, an edible. For all of you marketers yeah. out there, you know what we're getting at. Oh, yeah. And then it says your map will appear in a few, few seconds. And it's got a sparkly world map there. And then, of course, the map is curated of, out of aggregated data. However, we cannot guarantee it's completely accurate or is up to date. You're relying on other people's information and input, right? I get that. Yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, recommend contacting locations on the map to verify the details. And that makes sense. Give, give a little disclaimer there. Okay, so then I pull it up and it's got little pin drops on various different places. And let's see what comes up. I'm just going to click on one of these and it says, what is that? Oh, Zoo Boise, of course. Take a walk and learn about the variety of animals at Zoo Boise. Oh, fun. Okay, that's one date night uh, uh, idea, first date idea. And then we've got an Arboretum to go to. We've got the Idaho State Museum to go to. Oh, what's this little thing way over here? We've got the Paragon Fund uh, World Center for Birds of Prey, which is really pretty cool. I've been there before. And it also came up with um, Home of Comedy Sports. So it looks like a um, comedy club kind of place. So lots of little first date ideas. And then it says share your first date idea map and you can tweet it, you can Facebook, you can email or copy a link um, and you can get an image that you can do. So all kinds of fun little things that you get to do with, with what you've come up with. And I think when we first talked, it was, hey, you know what, we wanna do like a scavenger hunt or we wanna do, um, you know, map out the different locations for pick up and drop off or, you know, with kids, if you've got yep. multiple kids and sure. and lots of lots of different ways to, to use this. And I'm actually, I'm curious because you mentioned something earlier about how do we get this out there for people to enjoy and and know more about? And of course, with the rapid gro growth of, of AI, it's taking over the world. It's going to change the world. It's changing the world as we know it. But what are some of the things that you're doing, aside from being on this podcast, of course, but what are some of the <laughs> things that you are doing to, you know, spread the word about MAPS, uh, GPT and, and proxy and everything that you're doing? Yep. Organic social. Mm -hmm. uh, we branched a little bit into TikTok and Pinterest on this one. Uh -huh. uh, not verifiable results there yet, but they seem positive. Um, in addition to the meta mm -hmm. suite, mm -hmm. um, and then Twitter and LinkedIn, um, we're doing paid media as well. Um, uh, paid social okay. pay-per-click SEO blog posts, SEO optimized blog posts, which have gone actually really well. Um, given the prevalence of AI right now, we uh, a major growth channel for us is actually newsletters so trying to get in as many newsletters as we can this morning we were feed we were in the hustle i actually haven't seen what they wrote about oh, it oh fun yet. so if you have okay so when you say newsletter, you mean like email email newsletter or like email news blast kind of thing is that what you mean okay. yeah yep and the reason that works so well for proxy as a product and specifically is because our experience is better on desktop and when people are reading newsletters it's most often on their work laptop mm -hmm. you know laptop or desktop uh and they're sitting down and they have time to play with something that's not work and so usually it goes over very well in newsletter format mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh good yeah i think 
and the more emails you get, the more that you can send it and share it and, and do and now we'll get our nurture sequence. That's right. Now I'll get the, yep, I'll get, I'll get in the email. And that that's one thing too, like we're currently rebuilding our website. And one of the things is like, we need the share button everywhere because that way people can share it with other people. And then it's trusted because it's coming from somebody who is recommending it that you are already, you know, know and like and trust. And so then when one person shares it with another it's more widely received because it's kind of like, it's like word of mouth advertising, but you know, instead it's email advertising from someone, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But sharing, Definitely. sharing, 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 like that's, that's, that's always a positive way. And creative, creative ways to share too. Mm -hmm. um, if you'll notice on our site, you know, we have that image that pops up that you can share mm -hmm. after you create a map. Now I will make a point that that hasn't gone as well as we thought it mm -hmm. would people are not sharing it, uh, the image at least, as much as we thought they would. So that's um, fascinating to me. I don't know. I don't know what, what the reason is yeah. behind that. Well, but. and you've done a couple of good tactics here in using humor. It makes things memorable, right? Yeah. You know, prompts that yeah. make you laugh. I, I just silly, su silliest sushi shops near Japan or places with ghost awesome. encounters near Austin. Worst place to take a nap near yep. Seattle. Like just some funny little things that you can use with chat GPT where you can put prompts in and it'll, you know, spit out an essay if you want it to. But in this case, it's, it's map. And interestingly enough, now when you, when you chose the name maps GPT, Tell me more about that. Like what made you want to choose the the way that you named this new Oh just a play on chat GPT. Right. Um it's just such a well known name. And apparently we could do it. So yeah. <laughs> we went ahead with it. So <laughs> yeah. the domain was available. So the magic was right. We we went ahead Good with it. Good timing. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's what people are familiar with. And now there's, you know, Google's coming out with Bard and all the, the other AI tools, Jasper, and all of the, the tools that people are using. I'm sure there's lots of others that I just can't come up with at the moment, but I've seen so many different tools now and people are, you know, all trying to jump to the to the front of the line to get people to use their, their new tools. And this one definitely is thinking things through how people are going to use this. And I just think, you know, conferences and, and, and big events, if they've got things that are going on outside of the, the conference halls, like they can send people to different places. And, you know, I mean, there's just so many uses for this. I mean, how have you seen some of your biggest fans use this map tool for them? I think some of our biggest fans are um, local offices of economic development. Mm. And that might be like a convention center. It might be a chamber. It might be a visit organization mm -hmm. um, or, you know, like a vacation tourism board or something like that. And so they'll use proxy to do exactly what you alluded to. They will map local locations that are really curated for their audience. Mm -hmm. And then they can push those recommendations out in a really easy to consume way. And then they get analytics back on it. So yeah. it's kind of a win for them as well. Um, that's really cool. But, uh, and then they can brand it and they can put their voice into mm -hmm. it. Right. You mentioned, we tried to have a witty voice with maps, GPT, have your own voice mm -hmm. with your own map, you know, have your own branding, have your own, you know, can have a team working on it. You can have a local influencer publish or 
you know, populate the map for you. So there are so many cool ways that uh, people are choosing to use uh, proxy. I like the one on here, fighting the formula shortage, <laughs> mapping out where people yeah. who have formula. I just, my son, um, medication, I couldn't go to the pharmacy that we normally go to because supply chain issue, they don't have it. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to call around to different pharmacies to see if they have his particular specific medication. I mean, I could see how that could be another thing like, yeah, but how cool would yeah. it be if eventually, right, like inventory systems were linked to proxy as well? Oh, that'd be great. Like if, you know, you could understand where most importantly, where medication is or where formula mm -hmm. is or where insulin is or, you know, where, where you right. need to get those must haves mm -hmm. or like in a disaster, oh, um, yeah. which is hard to talk about. Um, proxy was recently used um, in Turkey and Syria for the earthquake. Um, wow. to mark um, where people needed help. Yeah. And so, um, but it, you know, that's the power of community mapping and that's the power of getting data visualized. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's why we're so well, passionate that's amazing. I didn't realize that that was used that way. That's, that's really helpful. I mean, yeah. I could see how that could be yeah. super helpful. And now a message about one of our sponsors, Nadine West, which is awesome, affordable outfits that are delivered to your doorstep each month or however often you want it delivered. And each month features surprising new outfits that consist of items perfectly styled just for you. And you only keep what you love and then send the rest back free of charge. I absolutely love it. The things that they send me, I often keep more than not. And so for our listeners, if you sign up today using my link, you'll get $10 credit and free shipping on your first order. So go to peppershock.com slash offers and sign up for Nadine West and get your $10 credit. I know you're going to love what Nadine West sends to you. I even get a personal message from her asking how everything's going. Anyway, so go to peppershock.com slash offers and sign up for Nadine West. So, okay, you mentioned some analytics back. So when you use it, Tell me, tell me about what kind of data that you get on the, on the flip side. If you're, you know, yeah, a vendor wanting to use this or, you know, a, a provider wanting to use this, tell me what kind of information I'm going to get having used Maps GPT. Maps GPT leads you back to our home product of proxy. And that's where you get those analytics. We are completely redesigning the analytics this week, Ooh. next week, like timely question. Um, but what we're hoping to have map creators understand is their marketing funnel. So awareness, consideration, and um, decision-making um, from your map, views, mid-funnel clicks, which we consider to be um, get more, you know, clicking the get more information oh. button or uh, right now the get directions button as like a proxy of like understanding. Mm -hmm how much people kind of want to go to this place. And then finally, conversion. We're about to implement a couple of features that will allow people to mark themselves as having been to a certain spot or checked out at a certain location or, you know, something along these lines. I can't give all of the sure. tidbits away, but all of this data will be shown in aggregate. So not creepily. It won't be like, you know, Ray checked out at this place, <laughs> yeah. but it'll be like 13 people made decisions based on hmm. this map. They actually converted based on what the information you gave them. Okay. And so really what this will eventually help us lead into is monetization of maps for the map creator. Mm -hmm. 
And also, currently, they could build business relationships with those maps. Say you're a media company, you're publishing articles on 10 things to do this weekend. How cool is it if you could return to those advertising partnerships and say, hey, we converted, you know, 50 people mm -hmm. to this location. And then whatever that whatever your right. agreement happens to be like, you can work on that on the yeah. side. But um, that's what we're hoping. So does to help it track people, people when they go to those specific locations? I mean, as long as their tracking is turned on and that kind if of thing. You have, yeah, if your tracking is turned on, but we never that um, information even internally is aggregate. It's we don't view it. Uh, by person, um, mm -hmm. we have really strong internal guidelines around these sure. types of things. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to say it couldn't happen, but <laughs> yeah, right. We probably could, but we also have really secure data sets. Yeah. That yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I won't go into all that. Here Okay, so Chelsea, what's going to be the next? I don't know, six months, a year, couple years. Oh, what's what's, what's going to be yeah. like? Look into your crystal ball. Tell me what is going to happen and what are we, where are we going with okay. this AI world that we're about to, you know, that's about to explode, right? What's going on? It's about to explode. <laughs> it's, so are we looking like generally in the world or within navigation? Ooh, okay. Let's start with navigation and then that's going to take us okay. around the world because we're navigating the world. How about that? <laughs> sure. Sure. So... In my world, um, in the next six months, a year, what's going to be happening is a consumer app where people can come check proxy out, they can save maps, they can layer maps, they can follow create map creators. Then AI will be used to surface smart recommendations to these folks like, you know, Ray, we know you're a mom, mm -hmm. you know, based on your other clicks, yeah. you know, what things are most interesting to you as a parent uh, taking the mental load on planning your weekend or something mm. like that. Like how can you navigate a Saturday in a fun way uh, in your city? And so those types of recommendations are what will be surfaced next in the app. And so we're really excited to um, break ground on that. That sounds exciting too. Okay, let's yeah. take it even further. AI is going to take over. And uh, what do you see in the future? There's so many possibilities and potentials here, but what's what do you think is going to happen? Well, I was just talking about this last night with my husband, and we were saying it's going to be very pervasive really quickly, but the faster you can get in front of it, the better it's going to turn out for you and your business. So, like, how can you lead the way in your industry with AI? It's going to be something important to think about. We think it's going to touch everything from, like, navigation to, like, grocery shopping to... Oh gosh, travel. I mean, um, oh my gosh, I can navigate the grocery right. store with a map. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Or, you know, like, what is it that you typically buy? Will it be waiting for you at checkout? You know, like, how how is this going to impact your world? And I think it's going to be quite amazing what we look back and see our old world. Right. Well, yeah, I, um, there's a, a kind of a test uh, grocery store here that they use for audience testing and, you know, shoppers and cool. things. And they have those um, self-checkout carts that, you know, you just scan as you put it in the cart. I mean, you don't even have to, like, go to checkout. You've just, like, as you go, you are shopping and you scan it and then you put it in the cart. And then that's, you know, it's going to, like, tally it all up at the end. And it's automatic and it's kind of creepy and weird and... At the same time, you know, exciting and like new technology. And I can see how some people can be 
a little afraid of what's what's to come, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it is concerning for sure. And part of my discussion last mm-hmm. that I was yeah. having last night was like, how can we as a, f- we are kind of nervous about it. It will be really pervasive. Mm-hmm. Like how can we as a family uh, hedge job security, mm-hmm. like being on the creator side of ML mm-hmm. or AI ML mm-hmm. instead of on, you know, getting caught like by getting a job eliminated right. by it. And yeah. so, I mean, we don't think about it too much in terms of like personal safety yet, right. but I'm sure those concerns will arise. Yeah. No, we've, we've had similar conversations too for every, I think it, and don't quote me on the exact, I, I have to look the stats up, but for every five mm-hmm. boomers that are leaving the workforce, yeah. there's only one millennial coming in to replace the five boomers who left because of population, because okay. of how rapidly boomers are leaving, and even more so because wow. of the pandemic, they just wanted to retire early or you know whatever the case might be, right? And of course, those of us who are stuck in Generation X, well, I, I'm a, I'm an Xennial, I'm in between Gen X and and, and the Millennials, oh, so like, break. I'm a sandwich, <laughs> you know, I'm sandwiched in there. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's it's because that generation, the population wasn't as much. And then now millennials are coming in. And then even that, the next generation, right? They're starting to become, I mean, because if you think about it, is it Gen Y that, or is that, I guess that's millennials. So Gen Z, the next one where my son, I have teenagers that are coming up um, because the millennials 2000, right? And it's now 2023. So think about the next generation. Anyway, so, so there's just this rapid change of, people retiring, new people coming in, and they're having to learn things, you know, and learn how to be leaders really quickly at a younger age than what they were before and what people were in leadership roles before. Anyway, so so some of this where jobs are getting replaced by tool, you know, robots and, and just all the things that are, you know, automating and, and now we don't need self, you know, now we don't need a checker at the grocery store, we can do it ourselves or it'll just do it for you <laughs> because of the technology. But yep. the the interesting thing that's happening is, you know, there is a shortage of, of jobs, right? People don't have enough workers to work right now. And so I think we're starting to see more and more that people are going to get, um, you know, the need for human humans to do things is going to get replaced by the robots or the automation or, you know, process of elimination. And AI has a big role in that, I think. I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary but cool but not and yet i don't know what to think about it all (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't know what to think yep (laughs) i can totally relate to that feeling yeah i think um you know as things get more automated and more efficient and all of the you know the 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 ways the world worked once before is no longer going to be in the next you know i don't know even six months or it's even happening now right Oh, I know. And in marketing specifically, what are some of the ways that you think have already been impacted by AI? Like not looking forward, but have you, from your perspective, what have you seen been impacted already? 
Definitely. I mean, by utilizing chat uh, GPT or whichever tool of choice you want, I mean, it is the need for copywriters is going to be uh, very different than, than before. Although I will say that you still have to tweak things to your own voice. I mean, you can, you can auto generate content, but it's not going to necessarily be the way you would write it as if you were to, you know, have a copywriter or in your own voice, you can get ideas and inspiration, but you still, still have to tweak it to make it your own. And it's not a hundred percent, right? It doesn't always quite get exactly what you need or want. So I think that there's still going to be a need for it, for, for human contact to make sure that the content's right. But the other thing that's happening too is where um, images, right, um, are being auto-generated, but yet they're still sampling from photos and illustrations and things mm -hmm. that humans created. And so then now putting right. these images together that they're getting compiled, now there's still got to be attribution to those who originally created the content, even if it's sampling parts and pieces, there, right? Wasn't there a court case about this that just, I didn't hear the result. I, yeah, it. it's it's in progress really? from what I understand. Um, but there's, okay. yeah, because there's, there's still maybe going to be some copyright infringement issues or, you know, uh, just intellectual property that's getting, you know, it's, it's just, it's going to be yeah. kind of a sticky tricky. And how do you pay if you do sample something from somebody who had an original creation that then was sampled a little bit of it, right? Or was inspired to create this, you know, artificially generated content. And, you know, if it's artificially machine generated, then who do you credit if, you know, if they wrote the algorithm to create this, then, you know, who is it that actually gets the credit and, and who actually owns know. the copyright if it's something that is artificially done? I mean, that's just it, it's artificial. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be an interesting <laughs> thing to see. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be some major changes in the next mm -hmm. probably year or two. Yep. Yep. Um, and how we handle all of this. And there's no real experts on it because it's brand new. No one knows, you know, you can't necessarily. Which is so fun. I love the expert. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can consult, um, you know, chat GPT to tell us the answers. <laughs> Yeah, provide your official thoughts on yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting to to watch and see how it all kind of comes together. You know, from a marketing perspective, though, there can definitely be some advantages to be able to help you know automate your processes in creating content, verse mm. both with copywriting with you know verbiage that's written, but then also the images that are are made. And you know, there's some deep fake you know, images that are being created that you don't even realize are, are not real. Right. <laughs> and like even the Super Bowl commercial that just happened where they're removing, you know, the, the pictures of, you know, a dog pooping in the background or, you know, some, you know, guy with a, a you know, <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't belong in that picture. Right. You know, you don't have to be a designer. You don't have to be, you know, now you can just do it with an app on your phone. And it's really going to be fascinating. My, my curiosity is how is this going to impact court cases and detective work? You know, how are they going to know that something has been artificially generated versus the true fact of what it truly, you know, what was that image or that picture? Did it really capture, you know, no, like, was it, was really, it modified? Was it, you know, <laughs> I don't know. And whose work came first mm -hmm. and 
how close is too close to the line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is it ethical? <laughs> is it ethical? Yeah. Lots of lots of questions that'll pop up and yeah, I think that's, you know, gut check, right? Is it ethical? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> well, we don't know the answer just yet. Is it awesome? Is it new technology? Yeah. Is it, you know, cutting and leading edge? Is it going to make somebody's job go away? You know, there's all kinds of questions that come up. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I fear here is that the progress of AI will move faster than our ability as a society to prevent or handle some of these problems just because we're so gridlocked and right. AI is not. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it can just exponentially get better and yeah grow and grow and grow yeah. so no i think it, there's lots of potentials lots of opportunities and i mean understanding algorithms another another component that we use is when to post to social media for specific industries and oh, you know yeah. like yes. time frames and everything and our now our tool that we use um through our agency it'll schedule things for you when it's going to be the most optimum time to schedule to get the most you know, engagement. like it'll just push it out when mm -hmm. it's time to yep. go. Yep. Wow. Yep. So no longer do you have to guess or, you know, just uh, try to figure out when the right timing is. It'll do it for us. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And all the caption writing and the um, hashtag mm -hmm. optimization. Yep. It'll just do I mean, it for you. <laughs> I guess those are low value tasks that, you know, sure, let's let AI do that. But mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. wow, it's going to get tricky when it comes to more thoughtful tasks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, this is definitely an ongoing, uh, you know, thought process to continue to watch and see and, and grow and do. But um, I'm sure I, I'm, I'm so glad to have you back in the, on the show and have these wonderful deep thoughts and deep conversations. Glad to catch up with you, Ray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, OK, so um, for those listening, uh, let's share um, how they can reach out to you or and or use your tool. So drop drop some websites and, and ways that they can do that for you. So we mostly talked about AI and tools. So if you want to check that iteration on proxy out, go to maps gpt.com the original proxy site is proxy.co proxi.co um, and i'm on the internet at chelsea roney pretty much everywhere so i'd love to hear from anyone everyone and uh it's always fun to make new new friends out on the internet Absolutely. so well thank yeah. you so much chelsea and uh for those of you listening the best thing that you can do is share this manually share this <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right. you have an AI Please tool. Please push it manually. <laughs> Share this with others that you know that want to hear what Chelsea had to talk about today. And of course, give us a review because that's like gold to podcasters. Yeah. And then uh, if there's anything that you would like to learn more about in the marketing journeys that we're all collectively having together, please reach out to us and give us some topic ideas. Give us some ideas of things that we can chat about that you are interested in or want to know more about. I'm always loving to find interesting people like Chelsea to have conversations with. And uh, thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah, thank you. All right, everyone. Until next time, enjoy the marketing journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.